Welcome back to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And his little helper, Jesse, right alongside him, handing out presents. And Cole. Oh, man. A lot of coal. A lot of coal, a lot of weed, but we have pinched into your bags. We're not going to lie. Yeah, they are not full eights. (laughs) No, dude, it's definitely a 3-1 if you're lucky. Happy holidays (laughs) to everyone out there not celebrating Christmas. We got a bunch of other ones alongside it. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, the the one out of Seinfeld. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of people (laughs) actually adopting that one and making it a real tradition these days. Honestly, you're probably not far off of that. There probably is. <laughs> we got a new tradition that people can uh, do, though. Calling us. We have a voicemail set up. Woo, woo. Yeah, we got a new hotline, 845-420-PAIN. That's 7246. It just happened to be pain. Or we rain. take it that way. Or rain. It, or yeah, rain. Or, it's probably, yeah. I thought pain sounded, you know, like. <clears throat> but then we might end up with people just calling us with their problems and, like, hey, crying on there. It's like. We'll solve them. That's what we're here for, Matt. We might, but we might also hit you with a bill depending upon the level of the problem. <laughs> we don't it's have true. time for that. <laughs> if, I, if I take a Saturday to come over and repair your plumbing, that's that's a different issue. <laughs> so, no, we, what we'd like is for uh, people to, you know, call that whenever they want and drop us a line. You got something to tell us. That's the place to do it. Uh, direct line, and it might even get played on the show. Just let us know who you are and uh, – what you're calling about pretty much but for now since we're at the end of the year in the holiday season if you got something holiday related if you got a reflection on this fucking crazy year that we've been living through please drop us a line we're, we're hoping to highlight some of those for possibly the next episode Hell yeah, yeah. We're hoping we get a bunch of them and, uh, you know, definitely know they're going to be used on the episode before you call us. So don't tell us anything too personal. All right. Yeah. And again, that's 845-420-7246. And you'll have to you'll have to tell us your name first. Don't be like, don't hang up on it. Um, I'm worried about people hanging up because it's like, you know, state your name. Mm-hmm. You know, use your alias. You don't have to give us like a real name or anything. Hey, use a different persona. We don't hey. care. Just yeah, treat it like one of those '90s prank calls. It kind of our voicemail kind of gives me that uh, that feeling. We got we got the Mary Jane playing behind you. It, it feels like one of those old school like when you're you know taking the three times to record your message and make sure you get it lined up with the music so that oh you, my god you you That's hit the Backstreet Boys dead art. It's a dead art. All so. right, and then you <laughs> forward like after the beep, and you always fuck it up. <laughs> Hey, it's Matt. I'm sorry I missed your call, but uh, give me a give me a message and I'll get back to you. I had flashbacks Fuck. to the '90s. I love it though. This works. It's perfect. It's a direct line from the slackers to us. Oh man, yeah, yeah. We're hoping to hear from you, so don't be shy. Give us a call eight four five four two zero seven two four six. I've said it enough times. Call. Just give us a call for a good time. Right, you know. It. So now it's time to get into the show. As we move on here, we always like to start out our weird news with a little bit of weed. And now we're going up to Maine, the tippy top, the uh, top hat to the continental United States of America. Always fancy up there in Maine, staying warm. 
and uh, staying coastal. They uh, we're talking how marijuana has become one of Maine's most valuable crops. We have a uh, PressHerald.com little business insider tips here. They're saying potatoes are out. Fucking milk and blueberries are out, Matt. Dude, all about cannabis now. Dude, yep, it's a wrap, man. It's They're a wrap. Uh, <laughs> they've got medical cannabis sales up there that are totaling nearly two hundred and twenty-two million dollars. Ooh, God, that's a that's a lot of money, man. A lot of money to be used up in in many positive ways. A lot of bread, a lot of lamb's bread. They're, <laughs> they're fucking uh, pulling it up there in Maine. And that's the interesting thing is, you know, interstate commerce of cannabis still not cool, federally at least. And mm. uh, that means they they must be growing all that up there as well. This is kind of my take that I that I was uh, thinking about when I was reading this. I'm pretty sure because of the federal issue that they have to grow it in state. They can't transfer it over lines. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you're probably right. They probably established a bunch of grow houses right away and fucking bop, 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 you know? Yeah, they uh, they have a quote from Patrick Anderson, CEO of Anderson Economic Group. He says, since March, uh, we've all been participating in national experiment, talking about, you know, COVID and lockdown and this whole pandemic we're all living through. He said, what we've learned is that Americans are going to get their cannabis, alcohol, baking supplies, and cars, regardless of the economy. So it's those those industries are not affected. People are making bread, people are getting cars, and people are getting high. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, man! Sounds good to me. <laughs> um, perfect for the holidays, <laughs> right? I mean, hey, that's that's a perfect gift, you know. If someone hasn't tried it before, maybe get them a little like fifty milligram edible or something like that. Um, maybe thirty milligram, twenty five. Warn them, warn them yeah, ahead of time. Them. Don't just flip them and say, "Hey, this is a great brownie." Don't just throw that in the stocking because that's just oh gonna God. get enveloped with the rest of the fucking candy. Dude, next you know your cousin's fucking dozing out at the Christmas table, fucking because <laughs> he had his Christmas morning brownie, and uh, somebody's got some explaining to do. And you can't get any sweet potatoes because this motherfucker ate them all. Oh, that too. When he wakes up, dude, there will be happy. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> so uh, if you want to read a little bit more about this, it really, this uh, PressHerald.com article really goes into the economics of uh, the percentages that they put out compared to, say, Colorado or Vegas. And it Maine is, like we said, they're killing it when it comes to uh, growing and selling their own cannabis. So we'll see if uh, they have any rivals. It'll be interesting as more states legalize and we get more on the books about this stuff uh the competition between the states almost in in like who who's making more and and why also if it's a tax related thing or if it's um a promotional type of thing you know i know i get bonus points here in california Yeah, you son of a bitch. I wish I could get part of bonus points for every time I got a little bit of weed. You gotta stack like, them, Matt. <laughs> it's so sweet. Like, I, I can't wait for the day that I get, like, you know, legal weed somewhere. Because every time I move, it's like, there's, like, no weed. And it's a fucking nightmare. I'm dealing with people on the black market. Yep. And you're telling me about these lucky, like, by Tuesdays, you get 90% off and shit. <laughs> like, getting crazy deals. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, all right, so you gotta, you gotta use your bonus points along with the pre-order from the day before to get the 30 percent off and then you get a free pre-roll <laughs> oh man yeah. fucking wild it's the wild west man but um I, i'm interested to see you know these states kind of compare stuff as it gets more legalized we'll see what happens federally if you listen to our other podcasts or episodes we've covered 
um, that more recently as well. So we're going to post this up on Thursday on the Facebook page so you guys can read a little bit more if you're interested. Check it out. And uh, hopefully St. Nick brings you a little bag of weed yourselves out there. Oh, there you, you go. Know? There's some moon rocks on there if you're really good. All right. Well, we got to talk about St. Nick now because uh, he's involved in the next story, which is basically we got two stories. We're going to wrap into one. And uh, that's it. Hey, it's you know what time of the year it is. If you're listening to this on Wednesday when it comes out, we all know who's coming to visit your house in two days. All right. It's that jolly bastard. And today he's not bringing just his sack of goods. I got a restraining order on that jolly bastard across I'm- the street. Oh, that's no, he's a different jolly bastard. Oh, yeah, no, he's I'm talking about the jolly bastard from the north, man. King of the north, Saint Nick himself, Jon Snow. He's bringing his sack of goods, his reindeer, and he's got something else this year. So you need to board up your house, block up your chimney, do whatever you got to do. Hide your coal, hide your wife. Because <laughs> Santa's bringing COVID this year. All oh, right, shit. <laughs> we've got two stories of Santa Claus's, yeah, multiples spreading. The COVID virus, possibly. Uh, one one story. There's no no like uh, like updates about people actually contracting it. Okay. But the other story, he, like he's contracted like 60 different people. Oh no. Like he's uh like from his interaction. Now we've got two press appearance basically for Santa Claus. Where uh, one is in Georgia, and uh, in the town of Luigi, which is, sounds suspiciously Italian for Georgia. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you know something weird's going on. Nintendo that. bought that town back in the eighties. Ludovici, <laughs> dude, I was wondering what he did with his money. You know, even though he's a sidekick, he's still got a good chunk of change. Yeah, he's spinoffs in the Hound Mansion. You know. Now this place is located about two hundred thirty-five miles southeast of Atlanta, and uh, Santa was doing a photo session that was uh, part of their annual Christmas parade and tree lighting ceremony. Okay. Okay. This past week, and apparently a couple days after, he felt the symptoms. Uh, or the symptoms were present of COVID. Got a oh, test, no. and sure enough, he was around about fifty kids. Fifty kids, because oh, you that's know, where he got they it. Were, they were doing the whole, you know, what do you want for Christmas? But you know, so hopefully, you know, this is the one that has no updates. We don't know if anybody contracted it from this, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's more than likely somebody fucking. Because again, there was not again, but there was no masks present, which is like. Ooh. One of the underlying factors with both of the stories I'm going to give you. Like, mm. no masks present because everybody wants the crisp photo, you know? So one of these sticky-fingered, red-lipped, smelly little kids, like 50 of them, actually, are, are piling, oh. uh, piling on this mall Santa. Touching already, Santa, licking their freaking hands. Who's already, let's let's face it, people, he's intoxicated. If he's, yeah. if he's, if he's in that suit, he's had a little something to drink. <laughs> Every every Santa has definitely had a little something to drink. That's what if you put one of those suits on, it comes with a mini. In the Dude, pocket. flask in the inside. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, man. We got another one here that was uh, over in Belgium, town of Mall, and uh, it was at an older person's home. Okay. Okay. So Santa was uh, hanging out, you know, bringing a little joy to the elderly, and apparently, two days later. You know, it's the same thing. Like, contracted the, the fucking test. He took the test and found out he contracted uh, COVID. And it was around a huge crowd of people. A huge crowd of old elderly, people. Yeah. Which, luckily, nobody, you know, was too ill here. Okay. Um, there, was a, there was a bunch of cases, but uh, they handled it swiftly. Um, 14 staff members and 61 residents all together. So, like, 
not the whole place, but you know, a good percentage of the place was infected. And uh, the CDC like basically stepped in and, and helped them out to knock the contagious, you know? Oh, wait, this was in Belgium? Yeah, dude. Huh. The is this? I thought the CDC was oh, just Red Cross. A, Red Cross. Okay, CDC. I was gonna say. I knew. I figured it was some international yeah. organization. But you know, yeah. this this just makes me think. Like Santa seems to have the power to turn on and off his COVID positivity. Is what I'm taking away from this. He can just waltz in, pretending to be Dude. negative, probably haven't taken a test ahead of time. Come on, people are being. <sighs> days dude just goes to show hey even santa's not being safe you know what i'm saying (laughs) no he's got he's got the power to fucking turn it off and on at will which means if someone pisses him off you know one of those kids sits on his lap takes a shit he's just gonna be like you know what covid everyone's getting covid for christmas i'm saying lock it up because the kids that were gonna get coal in the previous years now santa's got the power of covid he's gonna be hovering over you coughing in your face as you're snoozing away with your sweet little christmas eve dreams dude and you know that's really how myths change over time i think so that's what we're gonna be hearing from now on is like oh you know cold like who who gives a fuck about cold anymore like dude. It's, it's covid if you're bad you get covid <laughs> that's, that's how was a year that fucking old saint nick went dark <laughs> yeah he said it he had it fucking enough he's like krampus take the reins i'm taking the year off dude <laughs> But, you know, ho- hopefully people, you know, will start to tighten up and, and be a little more careful. I mean, even, you know, Santa's out there fucking trying to give you the dirt. So, you know, mask it up, sanitize it up. Don't go anywhere public that you don't need to. <laughs> Maybe sanitize it. Dude. Ooh. Sanitize Santa, man, because he's getting grimy. <laughs> uh, so... I know everyone's looking to get their gifts. Hopefully you've gotten uh, some some of your shopping accomplished by the time this comes out. It's like night before. What are you doing? If you're listening to this, you, you might doing? be flying to a fucking mall somewhere. <laughs> hoping hoping to brave to get the last Barbie doll. Dude, me. May the gods of Christmas bless you if you're out there shopping right now. Because that has got to be chaos. Hopefully oh. you're in a full ET hazmat suit as well. Dude. Ooh. There's always a cougher out there if you go out there too. There's always somebody like blatantly coughing. And you're like loud, loud. You run, too. you run. Like I don't care who you are, you just run away from that. Like fucking book it. The scariest thing of this year is the cough has become like the fucking the del the death bell. You know, just fucking run. Yep, run. just get out of there. That's why you you book it. And it's it's tough because you're out there trying to get what you want. And one of the biggest uh, things that people are after this holiday season is the PS5. No joke. Matt and I are both, you know, gamers. We we, we play a lot of video games. And uh, the PS5 is something we've both had our eye on. I've done a little bit of waiting in line on online, like digitally, for it. But uh, I haven't braved the actual crowds to get one yet. Yeah. And that's a whole situation in its own. It's very sporadic when they release, like, uh, you know, whatever they are, Walmart, Best Buy, whatever, they'll release sporadically. We got a hundred of them. We got 20 of them, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And people are fucking waiting outside for like a day to get mm-hmm. this thing, you know? Lined up at 3 a.m. and shit. Yeah, it's it's yeah. nuts. So in, in this story, a uh, Space so- Space Force soldier was demoted after skipping training in order to get one of these consoles. Does he still get to go to space? Maybe not. He might just be scrubbing, <laughs> scrubbing the uh, space poop tubes. That's, that's uh, what he's going to be left down. Somebody's <laughs> like, got to do it, man. Someone's got to. It's, it's one of the worst jobs in Space Force. Um, but he basically ditched out 
on a drill that he was supposed to be present for. And when he was contacted, he supposedly replied to his superior. uh, He said, YOLO, PS5, greater than sign, letters of discipline. (laughs) So he was like, fuck you. I'm going to get a PS5 and just deal with the consequences. Well, the dedication, man. I mean, can you blame him? You know, it's the hype is real. The oh, hype yeah. is real, man. It'll Absolutely. make you do some crazy things. He ended up not even getting one, but he did. Oh. He did get disciplined. He was promoted. It's like you think you're getting a good gift on Christmas, and then you just get that lump of coal. Yeah. You know? What do you What do you think you're gonna do, man? Just walk up and fucking pick up a PS5 off the shelves? If it was If it was that easy, we'd all be doing it. No, you gotta you gotta get up early and, and follow the Twitter accounts if you wanna fucking snag one of these consoles. So he didn't get one. He did get reprimanded. He was uh, demoted. I don't know what his rank was. I know they had it here. I was trying to find it. It was a senior a senior airman who uh, disciplined, or he was promptly demoted to to senior airman. So he must have gone down from first class airman to senior. Uh. Losing, losing feathers in your wings, man. And and I would say he could get those ranks back on Call of Duty, but he doesn't have a PS5. Oh, burn. burn <laughs> so, dude. so he's yeah in a, in a shit situation there. Well, that sucks, dude. Because yeah, he was definitely trying to get on that Call of Duty, playing little zombs, you know. <laughs> if you uh, if you got your hands on one of these consoles, call our line and tell us how you did. What did did you have to? How many people do you have to stab? Like, oh what, God. Yeah. how many of your friends did you need to get to jump someone in a parking lot? Because, like, I'm interested to fucking find out. How much did you pay that scalper? Be yeah. honest. Be yeah. honest. <laughs> There's a lot of those out there. Fucking. Oh, scummy scalpers, man. They've been turning, dude, turning this thing that's like, I mean, I don't know what the, I think it's 300 for the base PS5, right? 300 for for the digital yeah and then 400 for the one with the digital. or maybe it might be four or five but like either way they're charging 1500 1800 on ebay like crazy fucking prices even locally here in uh florida they're like trying to charge a thousand eleven hundred on facebook and that's like the medium you know i've heard some stories about people uh making scammers meet each other which i found pretty funny they like uh set up two of the scalpers who are selling each selling oh. and they have a meet in the parking lot Oh, you got the goods? It's like, yeah, I got the goods. You got the goods? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, we're both selling. They just be like, idiots hit them both with the same message. <laughs> oh, man. I yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah, man. Between them and the bots, it's it's really difficult to actually get your hands on this stuff. And uh, yeah. to the point where, you know, this guy's risking uh, not going to Mars. Not going to be able to yeah. uh, hook up with an alien if you keep uh, skipping out on space class. Dude, you're never going to hook up what with is, alien. What is the fucking world we're living in? Dude. Well, let's be real. The Space Force is kind of a joke until we do have aliens. Because, like, otherwise they're just kind of, like, on deck waiting. Well, until we got a space base, I would say. Then- and that, too. Like, it's like, what are they doing? They're not even in space. Like, shoot them into space once, at least, and then they could be, like, a real Space Force fucking ranger or whatever. You get your you space patch. Dude, like, yeah. Neil Armstrong. Like, you're fucking, you know, like, any of the other guys. Like, fucking, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even have cool, cool jumpsuits. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. They didn't have all those badges and fucking parts and shit <laughs> well let's go to alabama and uh let's talk about one thing that we can all agree to hate about the holiday season and it's that goddamn bell ringer <laughs> oh. you know who i'm talking about the salvation army they got them pitched out randomly 
you know, the grocery store, the shopping mall. You oh, just you, hear it. And it's always the day you got a massive headache and you're trying to do Christmas shopping, you know? That charity mugger. Oh my God, he is a mugger, dude, because he, he mugs you with guilt. Down. Mugs you with guilt, dude. Shakes you down, you got, you got fucking change. What's in that fucking pocket? I hear it. I heard it. I heard it as you got out of your car <laughs> on a mile across the parking lot. Those are my keys. Back the fuck up, Sam. Calm down, dude. <laughs> Well, apparently somebody's playing one back on the Salvation Army as they have stolen one of those legendary little red donation kettles. Ah. Yeah, and they are using it for their own purpose and setting up as a fake donation point at random oh, stores. Man. Someone did what I wanted to do. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I wonder how much you they gather on a day because, like, it's just like, I, I don't see many people that do donate it to to those, you know? Like, I don't know. It's all tax free, though, up I think. In the day? It's all tax free, so even even a couple quarters will add up. I don't know. Time is precious, man. I just imagine like, are you even gonna clear, you know, like thirty, thirty dollars out of that bucket for like they a couple hours? They gotta be volunteers, but like, yeah, I mean you're raking in all profit if you didn't even if you just no, well, yeah, I'm talking about this guy. Money. Obviously the fucking Salvation Army. Nobody's making money but the Salvation Army. No, like, he's volunteering too, just in a very different way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for himself. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, there's been multiple reports of, about this guy, and uh, at one point they did try to catch up to him, and uh, they confronted him. He fled the area on foot, and they did not they did not grab him, so they weren't able to make an arrest, right? It was the weirdest thing. He put his finger next to his nose and gave a nod up the chimney he rose. I couldn't even go after him. How the fuck am I supposed to chase someone up a chimney? <laughs> now, the thing is, he got away with the fucking uh, kettle, so he's going to be out there again. <laughs> Somehow, I don't know how you get away from them with the kettle, but he ran like a motherfucker with the kettle. They must fold up real easy. Yeah, I mean, I imagine. But it's still, all I, I haven't seen one of them wild, but I, I do remember it was a giant red fucking thing. Like, how yeah. do you... I, like, I think it's like a tripod situation with the kettle hanging in the middle, so I'm almost... Yeah. You wrap like the legs. You just sort of wrap the legs, and like the kettle is gonna come. Tuck and run. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's been training for this day for a long time. Yeah, he he figured out the. Uh, it, it's, we're sure it's a guy. We got like uh, confirmation. Yeah, it's a it's a man. Okay. Uh, so, if you're in the Alabama state uh, or any of the surrounding states, I'd say keep an eye out. You know, be careful where you donate. Make sure it's you know authentic. Make sure he's got that that badge or something. Tug that beard. See if it's real. Dude, maybe even ask for identification to verify that the badge he's wearing is his name, you know? I don't know. Let's maybe go that far. If you're going to give your cold, hard cash to somebody, be careful. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Could be just a dude who stole a red kettle. Ask him what do you do what what do you do if you'd uh, steal it if you're suspicious. But, so if I ran off with it, what would you do? If he's like, that'd be a great idea. Salvation Army. That might be him. That might be the guy. Sal yeah, Salvation Army's like people will fucking protect that with their life. They yeah. will fucking look you in the eye and say, we are going to fight. That's the difference. <laughs> the other guy's going to be like, well, I think that would be quite an intelligent Pretty good idea. That's how I got this one. Uh, and you're like, wait, what? Gotcha. Huh? You got him. Christmas got him. is saved. Dude, Christmas is saved. That's how, yeah. you know, you know the cringe part. We're going to stay in Alabama, actually, for uh, my, my next article Ooh. here. We're authorities have found an illegal winery at a wastewater facility. Ooh, quite a place to do wine tastings. Yeah, come on down. No, those aren't those aren't casks of wine. Mm, that those is radioactive 
fudge over there. Yes, <laughs> the, do not stand near that, actually. Please. A little bit closer to the center table. Ugh. So yeah. this, we got a picture here where this uh, gentleman must have been, you know, stocking up and doing uh, five gallon. He's got a couple five gallon buckets and then a number of, I'd say maybe a dozen, uh, one to two gallon glass carboys. And I've been, if you've listened to this show, I've been making mead. We've been talking about that a little bit. And... This guy actually has a decent fucking amount based on based on my knowledge of this. Uh, so they're they're not lying when it comes to him having like straight up a winery. It must have been a little side project while at work. You know, maybe he's manning the shift himself, trying to bring just it home. <laughs> occupy his time. It's a big facility. Why not stash the wine there? Hope it wasn't made with the uh, wastewater. Ooh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Where did that water come from? <laughs> Hopefully the tap. That's what we're guessing. But oh. you know what? This, this whole thing was a tip from someone. Uh, snitch. Somebody snitched on him. He offered his wine to somebody in confidence, and they snitched on him. They they were so offended by the the notes of clove and acorn that they were like, "I'm fucking reporting this shit." You know, I, he should have done a little more classy of the wine tasting, and uh, maybe he wouldn't have ran into that problem. All right, they were really upset with the party that they went to. You know, yeah, serving it out of the um, the little mason jars wasn't ideal in hindsight. <laughs> he could have also cleaned up the uh, the sewage in the corner. So <laughs> the um, anonymous tip went out, and then uh, the Rainsville mayor actually showed up to help conduct the search. And that's when they found all of the illegal alcohol. And they ended up saying, once again, it doesn't matter who you are. No one is above the law. You don't tolerate people using their positions to hide their illegal actions at the taxpayer's expenses. So they just want their money. They just they just wanted to they make sure that <laughs> if he was selling it, it's, it must have been someone he sold it to that tipped him off. Yeah, there's no tax on this alcohol. <laughs> so oh, I, I, I just like I'm making my own and I know that there's like limits to the amount that you're allowed to make in a year. And I'm just trying to say, like, what makes an illegal winery? Like if I if I do right up to the limit on the bottle, that's like, you know, I'm one bottle short. That or one bottle over, that's what makes me an illegal winery. I don't know, man. It just amazes me they're like fucking with like bootlegging these days. Like, even like, like that's a, a criminal concern. It's like, just tell the dude to get his shit out of there. Like, honestly, what like I would think it would be the problem. Like, yeah, it's more time company property or city property. Work. But like, really, you're gonna bust a guy because like he's a fucking kingpin over here of fucking wine. He's making some fucking like basement wine at a fucking waste facility. I just imagine him crying as they're like pouring out his like 2016 vintage that he's been aging and shit. I, that would that would hurt me personally. This yeah. is like a step above fucking prison hooch. Like leave the man alone. <laughs> yeah, that guy it, it is. It's uh, it's a few steps below craft beer and yeah, a step above prison hooch. So I mean, like what if I want to make like burgers and sell them? Like I'm gonna get like shaken down by the the uh, the city. Is that, that how it works? Yes. You better be careful, man. You better watch how much you're brewing. <laughs> if I, if I want to, you know, start manufacturing nukes in my backyard, then, like, all of a sudden the city's going to have a problem with that. 
Is that Maybe that's why he was hiding it at the waste <laughs> management place, though. He's like, I don't want him to cut the heat to come to my house. Ah, I true. Just think it's another waste setup. Well, either that or he's getting drunk at work. Even though his whole setup looked like some kind of fucking lab setup. Like, he had so much glass and tubage and fucking five-gallon buckets that were unmarked. <laughs> I mean, he looks like he knows what he's doing. Those milk crates are, are there for the purposes of moving them around, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that does make make it legit, right? Milk it's, crates. If that's one yeah. thing I've learned is milk crates make uh, milk crates make like a, a brewing operation legit. It's above board. <laughs> if I, I, I see a couple milk crates, I know this person knows what they're doing. It's better than a plastic bag, man. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so I, I feel for this guy. Careful out there uh, if you're making wine, giving it as gifts or something. That's holiday mm-hmm. season. Yeah, don't get busted. <laughs> Bad boys. Well, that's that fits to the next story we're going to talk about. We were talking about Maine earlier. Let's talk about Portland, Maine. We're on Friday night or Friday uh, afternoon at 3.30. The police responded to a call that a man was chasing people with a chainsaw at a McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> now we've got a uh, 26-year-old whose first name is Alice, angry at the world, apparently. I mean, that's, I would be swinging a chainsaw if my name was Alice because it's pretty fucking metal regardless, like Alice in Chains. You know? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, it's pretty damn close. Ooh, fucking metal. Um, so apparently he uh, he was running balls deep into the McDonald's, went right behind the counter, revving up his chainsaw, at which point like all the people that worked there just kind of fucking bailed. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I paid he, enough for that. Dude, he just went ham. And this is what's amazing. It says he grabbed a drink and some food. How do you do that while you're revving up a chainsaw, which usually takes like two hands to like safely operate? Bag, fries in bag, grab the bag, grab a cup, set the bag down in the crevice of your arm and just like. You gotta have to, you only got one free hand because the other one definitely has the chainsaw. Like he's just resting the chainsaw one handed on the McFlurry machine. Like, like, like cutting into it as he's grabbing stuff. <laughs> hey, maybe someone got him a uh, chainsaw lanyard. You know, Ooh. well, it was nice. Well, that'll lead to a problem because then it just cut you in the dick, cuts your dick in the two, and then you got the dick split going on. Yeah, that's true. That was a big issue with that. Yeah, <laughs> that was the big, that was the recall. It was the main that. issue with that problem. We should have, we should have never patented that. That was a bad idea. Uh, so apparently, he also did a little damage to two vehicles on the way into the restaurant. Um, he was able to like get away from the McDonald's by the time the police showed up, but they quickly found him like two houses down basically and uh apprehended him <laughs> oh my god he's going yeah. house to house huh dude he's just hungry and sometimes it takes a chainsaw to get a mcchicken you know <laughs> yeah dry i mean the drive through lines can be crazy these days with the lockdowns they dude i mean yeah if you wait in that, that line for long enough it might make you want to just go home and get a chainsaw and come back you know it'll get you right to the front you knew the quicker way was to go inside with a chainsaw it's it. probably the quickest way to get what you need from a McDonald's. It's not the. I think most. what we're establishing is that the chainsaw is basically the quick pass for anywhere. Hmm. Like you, screw paying like the Disneyland like crazy fees to get the skip a line you know package. Just bring a chainsaw. Run in there with a little chainsaw, maybe even a sawzall. I don't know. I don't know what the size we're talking about is. Yeah, but. there might be like a like a demographic of people that's like not afraid of the sawzall compared to the chainsaw. The chainsaw True. makes that noise, you know. Yeah, it's, it's got it's that intimidating. 
So you, you're skill saying, saying, jigsaw would be like, you run in there past everyone in line. You got it revving. You get to the front of the line. You strap in. It's still revving, right? You put and, it in the seat next to you. Like, you know, you treat and you're it with like, respect. Strap and, it in. Well, you got to have it in so that you threaten the person to send the, the coaster, I'd imagine. True. So Maybe a chainsaw to, on a pole might be the best bet. I think swinging a chainsaw on, on a on a um, roller coaster is probably a terrible idea. It might be. It might get caught up on stuff. It might come back. You never know. That's why you keep your hands inside. Little Timmy in the third row. Fucking, he lost an ankle. So they <laughs> apprehended this guy, chainsaw and all? Yep, apprehended him. Um, hopefully he gets his chainsaw back out of evidence. Who knows where that's going to go. You know? Yeah, they're going to be separated. Yeah, He's gonna, that's always sad on Christmas. Dude, he's just going to be at, dude, that's, that's the saddest gonna, thing ever. He's going to be on Christmas writing like letters to his chainsaw. He's not going to have it. Yeah. All right. So here's our GoFundMe. This is actually what we've been pitching, guys. We want to get this man. GoFundMe for Alice. Chainsaw. <laughs> get get Alice a new skill saw, chainsaw, something. Well, I guess first, first it's a GoFundMe for getting him out of prison. Then we're going to well, do a second I was going to say, if he's in prison, we can get him one of those Fisher Price style ones. It's like, you know, just like me. It's a little fun to probably allow that. I I think they will. That might do. I mean, dude, yeah, a lot cheaper. So he's gonna be pretty upset. We have another guy who's really upset in our funny clip. This, uh, uh, if anyone hasn't heard, there's been some modifications to Pornhub. They uh, decided to, I guess, nix all of the non-verified content. It was like seventy-five percent of their fucking like catalog. So this, yeah, this is a little bit on, online. I was like, I kept hearing about it, but then this video really just like broke it out for me. This <laughs> little guy, he is very upset. Very, very yeah. upset. So Pornhub deleted all their content that's not from verified users. So like normal, like just because they were trying to like fight, like you know, fucked up shit on the website, but now only verified users, right? So like 75%, they went from 13 million videos to 2 million videos okay. in one day. And like, I felt the repercussions because <laughs> I have in Google Chrome, this like collection of bookmarks of various like videos of porn. <laughs> like, dude, it's like endless. Dude, it, like, it's like hundreds of them. Oh and like 75% of it is useless now because I touch it and it says video deleted. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for you. <laughs> like, I worked hard on that since I was like 16. That was my collection. Useless. Useless. Oh my God. That's, I mean, we're a little bit older than that generation. I, like we had the internet, like kind of like with enough time to take advantage of that, I would say. Yeah. Just the beginning of all that. I don't think Pornhub was around at no. that age to like go that in depth and make a Dude. fucking catalog. You remember it was like photos when we were younger, bro. Right, like right. we had like very limited right? kids are running rampant with like full HD pornos. You go to like <laughs> girlsgonewild.com. That Dude, was like see, our like, craziness. A, a picture of a photo, like a boob that took like three minutes to load, like line by line. I, I can't <laughs> imagine the the weird like s psychological feeling that guy has right now where his he had this like debaucherous collection that's just been fucking terminated for the yeah. most part his dirty little secret just got wiped out <laughs> gah, gah. so if you want to see the look <laughs> on this guy's face we're gonna be posting this clip up on friday like we do with all of our funny clips to make you laugh at the end of your week on our facebook page if you go check that out
Nice. All right, we're getting ready to talk about a couple things that uh, we'd like to suggest to you. Maybe you'd like to watch, get out of that little bit of Christmas mood for some real, you know, intense movies or uh, shows. But before we do that, here's a word from our sponsor. This episode of American Slacker is brought to you in part by Dango Products. Made here in America, they offer wallets, watches, and many other accessories. A couple months ago, I ordered my DO1 Dapper Pen Wallet in their patented DTEX, which is amazing. The DTEX that they've created is a material that is scratch-proof, water-resistant, and so easy to clean. You know, if you're working out there on the grind, getting your pockets dirty, maybe getting your wallet dirty, this thing will clean up and you can go out in the tux at night and you won't even know the difference. Check out their quality selection of wallets, watches, and other accessories at dangoproducts.com. Use the promo code SLACKER for 10% off your order. SLACKER approved. What's up, guys? This is the Brothers Binge with your host, Pedro and Alex. As he sneezed, he shot back into a bag. <laughs> Clear waste. Oh my god. We are a weekly podcast bringing you all things movies, TV, comics, and more. Dusty Matt Damon? Yes. yes. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Yes, we get it. You were an extra. You got paid money. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Brothers Binge. And he just breaks the table in half and just starts throwing it at him. <laughs> and remember, always binge responsibly. And we're back, and we're going to talk about a couple things that we could suggest to you to take a watch. And maybe you'll enjoy Maybe you won't. I don't know. I'm going to say the ratings weren't pretty good for mine. <laughs> oh, no. Start, I'm going to start off with mine because, like, that way, like, you can leave them off with something that has probably a higher rating. I'm okay. It's got to be. It's got to be. Otherwise, we're giving shit suggestions in the eyes of ratings. But, hey, the ratings lie sometimes. That's what we talk about constantly on the show. Oh, so, yeah. You know, you can't always go with that rating. Some of my, like, favorite, like, hidden films have been really shitty ratings on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. So now that you talked them up, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your movie? <laughs> My shitty film that's not so shitty, I promise, is called The Lie. Uh, it's a 2018 film, and um, it's an Amazon Prime. Um, realistically, it just started the main distribution in 2020 on Amazon Prime. Okay. And it, it's a great film, man. It's a, it's a psychological thriller. Uh, it says horror like on, online. I wouldn't say it's horror at all. It's not. It's a like, thriller. Um, it's a light thriller. Like, you know, it's got intense moments and stuff, but it's nothing too crazy. You could you could see a little bit of what's coming and uh, it might be a twist for you. You know, mm -hmm. I watched this because uh, my girlfriend wanted to watch it because Joey King was in it, who is uh, she played Gypsy Blanchard, like the Gypsy Act. I don't know if you're familiar with that story. It was about like an over protective mother who like had her daughter believing that she was like really sick and she wasn't sick. Like uh, oh yes yes okay yep so joey king played um G gypsy blanchard and did a crazy job which i do remember seeing that and she did a crazy ass job in it huh. so i was like okay we'll watch this and uh it stars her joey king as like the main she's really the main cause of the whole story okay uh, peter sarsgaard who I've, I've always enjoyed he's in one of your favorite movies of all time jarhead mm -hmm. um he's in a lot of great films great actor yeah he's great and uh debbie jacobs and like uh it's a crazy it's a crazy story i don't want to give away too much of the plot because it, it's all over the place it, it just involves like child abuse murder uh manipulation like just a lot of crazy themes going on with the story here hmm. it made it like a really cool up and down arc that'll have you feeling anxiety for the characters yourself oh wow yeah which is what i really enjoyed about it i, I really got into the story and i was like Damn, that was better than I imagined it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be one of those movies I just watch. I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah. but 
I really, really did enjoy it from, you know, like once it hooked me in the first 15 minutes, I was like, okay, hmm. I'm into this. So what's the main, like, what would you say the main plot is? The main plot is all about a family, um, okay. a separated family that's still trying to like be together for the uh, better of their child, who hmm. is Joey King. And uh, it involves Joey King and her friend, and I don't again, I don't want to get into too much of the plot, but it's just the storyline of how like a day in the life of a kid who is growing up with trauma of separated parents and stuff, but still in a very good situation kind of acts out in okay. an overdramatic way. Is that where and, the lie comes in? Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. And again, I don't want to give anybody any preconceived notions about like what's going to happen or the plot line twists or anything like that, but it's a twisty mm. son of a bitch. That's all I'm mm. going to say. It's fun. The day doesn't go as planned and it involves, it just invokes the next couple. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe two weeks or something like the, the, the storyline timeline. It's like you follow them for like at least a couple days to a couple weeks or something. Okay. It's just, it's crazy. It's huh. crazy, man. It just gets to murder madness and now you said it was on like amazon uh prime it, it, would you say like budget wise it's more of an indie or or it's a bigger budget feeling movie it has a good it feels good as far as production you could tell like the locations are minimal like they're mm-hmm. desolate not a lot of like you know city shots or anything like that mm-hmm. it's, you know a uh, quiet neighborhood and the woods is like one of the first major spots you go that like kind of provokes the main storyline okay um but yeah it, it's it's shot very well nice. you know it, it doesn't have a lot of like i just noticed like it doesn't have a lot of scene so it probably the, that was where they shaped a lot and just spent it on actors okay. but again you've got you've got known actors so i mean it's not bottom of the barrel you know as yeah. far as like amazon which surprised me when i was thinking about amazon prime originals you don't hear a lot of the amazon prime originals that are really making noise you know right right they hit or miss with some of them. Some of them, you know, were really great, but other ones tend to not be. You know? Yeah, it, uh, Man of the Castle, the one you suggested. Man of the High Castle, the boys. Yep. Um, some things have hit, but they're not. They're not having the success rate that Netflix is having by far, or even who. Good Good Omens, I think, was another one. But yeah, it's yeah. it's here and there. It's um, and it's interesting to hear some of these movies that are that are more stand out. Yeah, I, I should say this is a remake as well of a 2015 German film, We Monsters, which oh. is a very similar plotline, but it's just uh, so it's kind of an American port, you know? Okay, Pro- yeah. probably with a little bit carried over and a little bit twisted, I'd imagine, twisted fit, for, fit yeah. more of an American, American audience. audience. Yeah, but yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, the, again, the ratings are not in my favor. Rotten Tomatoes, 42% with an audience meter, uh, 36%. Not too happy about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the audience wasn't on my side this time. You have to go five point eight on <laughs> IMDb. Five point eight out of ten. Um, a little better. A little better. They're, not, they're saying, "Hey, it's not shit, but it's not. It's not like you know, fucking gonna go down in the the top collection." You know, it ain't a Shawshank, son. <laughs> Dude, it ain't a Shaw. Is that still number one? It might be that. I I don't know. I haven't I, checked that in years, but that yeah, Shawshank number one on IMDb the best film of all time i don't agree but hey <laughs> so we had another uh, suggestion here for you this one's going to come off to off of uh hbo and hbo max if you have the streaming service like i have it's called the flight attendant 
And uh, this series has actually released in its entirety. It released this year uh, during 2020. And it stars Kaylee Kuko, who you might recognize from The Big Bang Theory. She she made her name quite big off of that show. And uh, she's actually an executive producer on this series. She is doing so alongside Greg Berlanti. And they cre- they've done eight episodes for the first season. And this basically is another mystery, kind of like your suggestion, Matt. Um, I would say it's a little bit lighter. It's got its comedic kind of moments, but it's still at its heart like a thriller or mystery, a whodunit of sorts. Uh, Kaylee Kuko stars as uh, Cassandra Bowden, and she is a flight attendant who jet sets all over the world. She's hooking up with different guys and, you know, in Korea, in Italy, in, in Bangkok. And um, she ends up uh, hungover and wakes up one night um, to find that uh, a man that she went out with is murdered next to her in her bed. Ooh, so, so she freaks the fuck out and uh, tries to essentially, from that point on, clear her name and like escape the law, which kind of sees her as a prime suspect in this murder. Good old case of the sleep murder, man. Cut cut the fucking file down. Done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Right? That's interesting, man. How how many pieces is the series? So we have eight episodes for the first oh, wow. season. And, and they're all about um I thought it was a limited series when you first told me about it. Okay. It, it, I would say they're all about like 40 or 50 minutes long also uh, as well. Um the series is also slated to have a second season. It says on IMDb that uh, the executive producers both have nine episodes credited to their name, which makes me assume that that's ninth one is the first episode of the second season. If they are actually, you know, being renewed for it, but there's a whole like amazing cast on this show. Uh, You have Michael Huseman who played uh, one of the guy, one of uh Daenerys Targaryen's uh, love interests on Game of Thrones. His name was like Dorian or something. Um, you have Rosie Perez, Michelle Gomez, uh, Colin Woodell. There's there's tons of really good stand up. Uh, Zosia Mehmet, who who was on Girls, and like the the cast on this is just really really good. I, I I'm enjoying oh, like, yeah. everyone shit. in every one of their roles. Rosie Perez, dude, the little cop from fucking uh, Pineapple Express, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of fucking good... Wow, I definitely want to check this out. And, like, I'm, I think, a, a little over halfway. I think I'm four episodes to five episodes into the first season. And I'm I'm still really enjoying it. I'm, I'm looking forward to finishing it up. And I, now I'm wondering with the second season if all of the mystery is sort of going to be solved or not um she she's kind of one of those characters that you uh you you hate to love because she's getting herself into all kinds of situations she's she's an alcoholic um so she's like drinking all the time and like sort of running into shit and sort of everywhere she goes she makes a scene uh and gets herself into trouble and like i said she's trying to really clear her name that's the biggest thing and in doing so she's like snooping in places she shouldn't which almost makes her look more incriminating. 
Yeah, right. So like the, it's just she keeps like getting herself deeper and deeper into this. And as you as the series goes on, you realize there is more being uncovered as she does this. It's bigger than just one murder. Um, so so that's really what I'm enjoying about this series. It's uh like I said, slated to be renewed. It's got eight episodes available now. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 98%. Audience score they gave it a 70%. IMDb gave it a uh, 7.2 out of 10. And oh, by the way, it's based on a novel by Krish uh, Bojolane or Bojolani. Or <laughs> let me try one more time. Mm-hmm. Bojolane. Bojangles. Let's, let's go oh. with Bojolane. Chris Bojolane. Okay. I'm sorry, Chris. So I hope uh, everyone checks it out. Uh, you can watch it, like I said, on HBO or HBO Max. And it's called The Flight Attendant. Um, let us know what you think. Call in. Use that line we were talking about before. Ooh, yeah. Let us know. Did you hate either of these? Specifically, we know you hated mine. Come on. To be real, <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll be able to take it. You could lie to us and t- say you love the lie. Ooh, I like that. Lie oh, about the lie. Lie about the, the lie. Hotline. Lie about the, the lie on the hotline. <laughs> so, uh, 845-420-7246. Lie about the lie. There the you go. So we have uh, the lie and the flight attendant to that you should definitely check out and not be on as hard on as Matt is. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. So we'll be right back with a holiday themed game right after this. This episode is brought to you in part by hemp-cbd.com. Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop tons of CBD products, such as tinctures, edibles, topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products. The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States, lab-tested, and consists of CBD isolate, which is the purest form of CBD. This testing ensures that their products contain CBD and no other cannabinoids like THC. Head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code SLACKER for a 20% discount at checkout. That's hemp-cbd.com, promo code SLACKER. Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders, accidental killings and deaths, from toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? Until next time, don't be scared. And we are back to play uh, a little game that I've cooked up here. This one's an odd one, Matt. I'm not going to lie to you. I guess this is what I signed up for, man. I'll, I'll go up and bat at any game we got here. So, yeah, this one, uh, it's actually the fact that it's so weird kind of fits because we're talking weird holiday or chain smokers song. <laughs> so, 
This is got we we got a couple we got five here for you. Okay. You're gonna have to tell me. I'm gonna leave off like say it's like Arbor Day. I would just say Arbor. So I'm gonna leave the day off if it's a holiday. But if it's a chain smoker song, it's just gonna be as is. All right. So okay. it's gonna it's a little little camouflage. Okay. So let's start with the first one. Kiss and make up. Would you say that's a weird holiday or a chain smoker song? Chain smoker song, it's gotta be. Oh, unfortunately, Matt. <laughs> Kiss and Make Up Day is on August 25th. It was uh, pitched by Jackie Milgate. And it was, <laughs> Kiss and Make Up Day was to uh, chase another calendars event, and the holiday appeared in the publication in 1992 edition. So it was like a Chase Bank calendar event that they just kind of tacked on and then it's after up... his brother started uh on the 24th kick your brother in the dick day yeah you gotta kiss and make up <laughs> that's how you get over that that previous holiday yeah okay all right i really would have fucking put money on chains with that one too so that that was one down the the oh, next Lord. one is going to be called beach house now is this is this a national holiday? Are you taking away like parts of the song and using like one word out of the song, or are you using no, the whole no? Title? Like I said, if it's a chain smoker song, it's the full thing. If it's a holiday, I'm just dropping the day. So if this were beach a holiday, house? it would be Beach House Day. Or Sounds if it's like a really chain smoker song, it's a holiday. Like it's a really privileged ass motherfucker to start that holiday. <laughs> they would have to be, I would think. All right, uh, chain smokers for the hell of it. Oh, you are right. That is a chain okay. smoker song. <laughs> You want to hear it? You want to hear a little bit of it? Let me get a little Let me just get a little taste so that their lawyers don't come after us here. It's your beach house. They would start out with like samples and shit, don't they? There are two songs from these guys in the sample city. Yeah, let's go in the middle. There you go. That's beach house. Beach house. All right, one and one. One and one. Makes you want to. It makes you feel like you should have a beach house. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the next one is this a weird holiday? This is a chain smoker song. All right. Hope. Are we talking Hope Day? Are we talking Hope, the song? Shoot. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and say holiday, even though I feel like I'm going against my stomach, but. Oh, Matt, that's why they always say trust your gut, isn't it? Because this is a chain smoker song called Hope. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. So there you go. A little Winona Oak there featured. <laughs> so uh, we got our fourth one here. It's not looking good. You should call this Do You Know Your Chain Smokers? I could get the next two right and be a champion. You don't know. Let's see. All right. N- number four. Hug Your Hound. Oh, God. That's got to be a fucking holiday. Oh, damn. You are right. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, second Sunday in September, a dog trainer Hug came up hound. with it. Hug Your Hound. Hug Your Hound. Yeah. Strength and relationships Ooh. between dogs and their owners. I will write that. The All right. Smoker style song though. As hug your, hug your dog when you're done. <laughs> so awesome. we got the very last one here. The Duchess who wasn't. 
Chainsmoker song. Oh, I'm sorry, Matt. Damn it! That's a day. It's the Duchess who wasn't day. That's August 27th. It's only two days after Kiss and Makeup Day. These holidays are bullshit. <laughs> Celebrates the life and work of Irish author Margaret Wolfe Hungerford, who wrote under the pen name The Duchess. You don't know your uh, Irish Duchess of bullshit, man. literature? <laughs> no, I guess I gotta get up on it, man. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you wouldn't be. I'm surprised that so many Chainsmokers songs also sound like possible yeah. holidays. I'm surprised you came up with this. Like, this is a weird, weird ass concept. You don't even listen to the Chainsmokers. Uh, nope. I do not. <laughs> it just happened to work out, I guess. So it worked I give you an A plus on the game. How about that? Yeah. And I you see your what? loss and give you an A plus anyway. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll add it back to your loss, and I think that gives you a win. That's, dude, all right, I'll take it. I Bingo. win. <laughs> and I hope you all enjoyed this early Christmas present or early oh, holiday, whatever you may be celebrating. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you didn't listen to it before the holidays, hopefully St. Nick didn't come and give you the COVID. Hopefully you're, you're A-OK, all right? Don't check your stocking. It's in the Frank, stockings. It's in the stockings. Let's see specifically where he likes to dose it. Now, again, don't forget to call us. Leave us that message, all right? 845-420-7246, the pain hotline. You can call us there. <laughs> and uh, real quick before we get out of here, catch me on Instagram, MWG Media. Catch me on Xbox Live. We've been dosing zombies with lead lately. So uh, Matty G from HP, uh, get at me. And you can follow me and learn just what life is all about. Atlanta's the point. Right, kind of culty, but you still you led to where we needed to be. I like it. It works. All right. Happy holidays, everybody. We love each and every one of you. And until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We passing America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We're talking America. We blazing America. This is fucking America. We're second America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck and savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like Domino's bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.